Do you want to go deeper in your faith even while you're on the go? No matter how busy the season you're in, Access More has a library of faith-based podcasts to help you grow spiritually. With podcasts from Christian thought leaders such as Christine Kane, Lisa Harper, Taryn Wells, and Bob Goff, you can hear podcasts on religion, culture, family, entertainment, and so much more. Access More gives you a safe space to find inspiring conversations about faith. Start listening today at accessmore.com. This week, I have my friend, Erica Goody, who is a CPA. She has her own podcast, which she's going to talk about, and I really encourage you to follow. But I asked Erica to share with us, what are some fundamentals that we need to have as Christian women in business financially? Now, sometimes money is funny, and we don't always like to talk about it. What I love about how Erica talks about money is it's not just practical, but it's vulnerable from her own experience. And I know I've had um, tissue-filled sessions with Erica (laughs) when she's just said a couple of things that the Holy Spirit gave her and it's really transformed how I operate financially in my business. Are you an ambitious Christian woman who feels like you've had success yet something is still missing? Do you wonder if it's possible to be ambitious and let God lead at the same time because you think if it is to be, it's up to me? Does the hustle fuel your adrenaline, but you want to ditch the overachievement and pursue success with clarity, serenity, and fulfillment? Then you're in the right place. Welcome to Redefining Hustle, Pursuing Success as a Christian Woman. I'm Erin Harrigan, a Christian wife, emptiness mom, entrepreneur, and recovering overachiever who felt those same things. When I prayed for a better way to work, God responded with, let me drive. Then he led me to help women like you through my speaking, coaching, and writing. My mission is teaching you that success doesn't require buying into the world's frantic definition of hustle or into the so-called anti-hustle movement. Instead, you can meet me in the middle right here to redefine hustle as you pursue success with God as your CEO. Each week, we'll spend a focused 15 minutes connecting biblical truth to business with practical application so you can tune out the world, tune into God's truth, and turn up focus. Does that sound like what you need today? Then let's go. Hey friends, welcome back to Redefining Hustle, Pursuing Success as a Christian Woman. I know you missed me last week. I wasn't live because we were away, but we are back live this week and we're continuing this conversation this month about what is the practical way to redefine hustle? Like, what does that really look like? And we've talked about planning, we've talked about goal setting, et cetera. This week, I have my friend, Erica Goody, who is a CPA. She has her own podcast, which she's going to talk about, and I really encourage you to follow. But I asked Erica to share with us, what are some fundamentals that we need to have as Christian women in business financially? Now, sometimes money is funny, and we don't always like to talk about it. What I love about how Erica talks about money is it's not just practical, but it's vulnerable from her own experience. And I know I've had um, tissue-filled sessions with Erica (laughs) when she's just said a couple of things that the Holy Spirit gave her, and it's really transformed how I operate financially in my business. So Erica, welcome to the show. Tell us about you, and then we'll jump right into the conversation. Hey, Erin, thanks so much for having me. I am a CPA and CFO, and I specialize in helping coaches and consultants gain financial confidence in their business. I love that. I love that. And tell us about your podcast. My podcast is Coaches, Consultants, and Money, and it is a down-to-earth, normal English words about money, 
basics on business and a little bit of personal. And I just try to bring it down, down to earth so that sometimes we talk about money and big words and it's scary and we all think we should know more. Nobody learned any of this. I don't know about you. <laughs> I didn't take an entrepreneurial class even once in college and I, and I went to business school right. and, um, and we don't know this until somebody tells us. And so that podcast is really just meant to be, um, come as you are. And basic financial information and no shame if you don't didn't learn it yet, because nobody would expect you to. It is so good. I am really loving it. And even though you and I have talked numerous times, I always learn something. And I will link, Erica, you did some really great basics episodes at the beginning of the podcast. So I'll make sure um, you let me know which of those that we want to link here in the show notes, because I think you did a really amazing job of breaking down these sort of, I, you know, like things that we just don't even know or that we've heard or we've heard mm -hmm. a business consultant say, but we don't know what the practical application is. So we will link those in the show notes. But today what we want to talk about is some financial fundamentals. So tell us what you want us to know as we're step 2023. And maybe for the first time, maybe we've been running the business, but we haven't been as clear in our financials, or we haven't stayed on top of it, or maybe we're afraid of the money. So we're kind of not tracking what we need to be tracking, but tell us what we need to know. Yeah, absolutely. So I think there's three things we want to always hit as business owners, and it doesn't mean you have to hit them all on day one. This is a journey. And so I think a lot of times we put a pressure on ourselves to say like, well, I don't have all this done. I'm somehow failing. No, no. This, These are things that take months, years to, to attain and to kind of journey into. And so I think the three things every business owner, regardless of industry, want to make sure you're hitting is you want to set your business on a firm financial foundation. And we could talk a little bit more about what that means. Um, you want to have consistency in your business money and you want to have a financial vision. Mm. And there's a, there's a lot of things that are under each of those kind of three bullet points, but I think those is something everybody can kind of put their path on for what they need in their business. Oh, I love it. So let's unpack those. And by the way, if you're watching, or even if you're watching the replay, I want you to be commenting because you may have questions and I'm going to be capturing some key notes from what Erica's saying right here in the comments as well. So tell us about this first one, the setting your business up on a firm financial foundation. Yes. So every business, no matter what your industry is, I always, I have a kind of a four pillar of firm financial foundation. And that's the, actually the podcast series you mentioned, it was called business money 101. And it's these four items. So if we broke breeze through this really fast right now, you can go get a whole deep dive on each one of these in that podcast. I love um, but it. one, one is an LLC. You want to base, get your business as quickly as an LLC as possible. Uh, you want to have a separate bank account. You want everything in your business to go separate from your personal money, business money, personal money, the two shall never meet. <laughs> I have a seven-year-old son who loves to mix his Play-Doh, all the colors. He's, I don't, I don't know where he came from because this is not my personality. He likes to mix all his colors all together. <sighs> Aaron, it drives me, it drives me up the wall. Um, 
And so just like, I want to keep my Play-Doh separate. <laughs> I want to keep our business and our personal money separate. Mm -hmm. So business bank account, you always want business insurance just in today's age in our culture. Um, you just want to be protected in case a lawsuit should ever come your way. We don't ever want that to happen, but for what you get out of business insurance, it's a good bang for your buck. And then you want a good solid business uh, bookkeeping process. Whatever that may be, it can mean a spreadsheet. It can mean a program like QuickBooks or FreshBooks or Zero, or it can mean just outsourcing it to somebody else. But you want to make sure you know what your process is so that you're keeping track of, of what's happening in your business. So I want to pick a couple of these things apart. The separate bank account thing, right? I, I love the analogy to the Play-Doh because I too <laughs> would not mix my Play-Doh. Mm -mm, mm -mm. <laughs> but how some of you may be watching this and going, yeah, 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 I know that. But friends, there are a lot of people who start their business and they're afraid to get a business bank account because they're afraid of fees or whatever. And so then they're intermingling the monies and that just becomes very messy when it comes to tax time. And the other thing that, and you tell me what you think about this, Erica, the other thing that I think makes that messy is you don't really have a clear picture of what's coming in and out, like actually in your business, right? Yeah. I mean, you're, when you intermingle things, it just, it makes, makes it so much harder for you to see what, what's actually happening. Cause now you have to like piece apart all what, well, that's not business related. This is business related. And when I even talk about a good bookkeeping process, like if you have a separate business bank account, half the work's already done for you. You don't have to separate anything. It's all just sitting there. You just have to categorize it. Right, right. Business insurance, where do we get that? <sighs> There's a lot of places you can start online. You, I always recommend starting with where you already have either homeowners or renters insurance or car insurance. That company may provide something in a business setting. And it's always a good place to start where you already have a relationship. If you don't find anything you like there, then I would go out and just start a Google search business insurance for bakeries, business insurance for coaches, business insurance for whatever your industry may be and see what pops up and just start getting quotes. I wouldn't get 10. I'd maybe get two or three. Don't overwhelm yourself. Right. They should all be pretty much the same, but just make sure you know what coverage you're getting and just price check. Love that. Love that. I, sometimes I think that's a mystery. Like, where do we go find it? The last thing before we move on is solid bookkeeping. So are you saying, Erica Goody, that it is okay that your books are on Excel? Yes. Yes. And I think I might be the only CPA who loves QuickBooks who's going to tell you, keep it in Excel, keep it in Google Sheets. Whatever system works for you is literally the best system. <laughs> Yeah. You know, one of the mistakes I know that I've made over the last few years is outsourcing or investing in processes or people or whatever before I needed to, because it feels like, well, then I'm a real business. What I'm hearing you say is you're not not a real business just because you use Excel. Like everybody right. starts somewhere and it doesn't have to be a big system. Exactly. And you will know when you outgrow Excel. Like I've had business owners come to me and go, uh, I think, I don't know if I need QuickBooks yet. Let me tell you what I'm thinking. And my response is always, if you're questioning, if you're growing out of Excel, 
that means you're growing out of Excel because something has happened and you're like, ooh, this is a hard process. There's an easier way to do it, but it doesn't mean you have to start like that on day one. Right, right. Love it. Love it. Okay. What's the next thing that we need? Consistency. Big, big with my clients is consistent owner pay, consistent IRS pay. And if charitable contributions or tithing are important in your business, doing that consistently on day one is really important. So I think as a business owner, you always want to make sure you are getting something financially out of the business. If you're not paying yourself, you're doing a whole lot of work for free. And it just breaks my heart to see people not get something financially um, out out of all the effort they're putting in. And I think as a person, both you and I, like, we, we want to know what to expect from our business as a, as a wife, as a mom, as a provider in our family. And so as soon as we can set up a consistent pay that our business is paying us, I think it's, it's just going to make everything smoother and more confident on your side. Yeah. What does that number look like? Now, I, I, I say that because I know it will vary by business, but I think sometimes we come into this thinking, well, if I can't pay myself $1,000, then it's not worth it. Could it be as small as $100 or $200 as long as it's consistent? Absolutely. I think the consistency is more important than the dollar value. And Erin, you hit it on the head. I paid myself $100 a month for the first year I could pay myself as a business owner. And I've had other business owners send me a DM and say, I just paid myself $20 this month. I hope that buys you the best tasting cup of coffee and scone you've ever tasted because you earned it. Yeah. Yeah. Because sometimes in our business, we can feel like we're doing all this work, but what are we getting from it? And Mm -hmm. as Christian women, I also believe that we sometimes take a poverty stance in our business and think, well, I'm doing this for the glory of God. And that is true. You said something, well, you, you and I had a conversation and what came out of that is I really felt convicted that the Holy Spirit had said to me personally, uh, I didn't give you this business for you to, to, to struggle and scrape by. Yeah. I'm not saying he told me I need to make a million dollars and there's nothing wrong with that. Right. But I love what you're saying about the consistency of that, even if it's only a hundred dollars a month, that's, mm-hmm. I, I hope that people are feeling a sense of relief there. Even if it's only $20. Yes. Yeah. Something. That is so good. That is so good. I think the other two are pretty self-explanatory consistency in paying the IRS, obviously um, yep. consistency in, in charitable contribution, whatever that looks like. We're not going to go deep into tithing. We're not going to talk about everybody's different <laughs> definitions. But whatever that looks like for you, yes, 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 and yes. Okay, what's the third thing that we need? It's just having a financial vision. And Erin, you've talked about having a vision and a plan in your business in general for 90 days and beyond, and just incorporating really financial expectations to that. They don't have to be amazing. They don't have to be a stretch. They can just be, here's what I expect in the next three months to hopefully make in revenue, and here's what I know I'm going to spend to get that. Yeah. And just putting it down on paper keeps yourself accountable. Yeah. And I want to take us back to the episode we had earlier this month with Krista Hutchins when she talked about setting peace goals. And she said, talked about um, making them adjustable, good, great, and awesome. So often we walk into our business encouraged by the world's definitions to set this big, hairy, audacious goal. I'm going to have a six-figure business. I'm going to have $10,000 months. 
But with this financial vision, taking it back to what Krista was saying, is we can set these good, great, and awesome goals, just like you talked about in consistency. Like maybe your good goal is you're going to pay yourself $25 a month, right? Mm -hmm. Maybe your great goal is a hundred, right? And then that awesome goal is whatever it takes, but only God can do it. So this financial vision, could you set it up the same way? Absolutely. Yeah. And there's, and we just have to be so careful that, like you said, don't get into that comparison trap of what there's so much noise around the six figures and the 10 K and like, sometimes even myself, I gotta, I gotta shut out the noise because it's, it's changing how I'm operating my business as Mm. opposed to doing what's right for me today. Mm. Mm. Yeah. What I love about what you just said is it can be so easy for us to get into the comparison and even the imposter syndrome around it. And I want to encourage all of you and what Erica is sharing with us to not despise small steps. Maybe you have a grand vision that your, that your business will be a six figure business. That's awesome. Have you taken it to the Lord and have you prayed over that of course, and laid it at the foot of the cross, but don't despise that the small step may be my vision is just that I will have consistently one client a month or that I will pay myself consistently, consistently a hundred dollars a month, or that I will take this Excel spreadsheet and I will manage my business through it as that solid booking bookkeeping process for now what you're doing today doesn't have to be forever right it's very it can be seasonal but what i love that you shared today erica is this isn't just seasonal like this is the solid foundation definitely we'll link back to the um the business 101 episodes that you had before we finish up is there anything that you have that you would love listeners to go download that would be super helpful for them because i want to make sure we link that and tell them where to find you yeah if thank you if you have any coaches or consultants that are listening or watching i have a free guide it is called six don't miss tax deductions for coaches And it's really just a plain English way of things that I see people miss on their bookkeeping and their taxes. And it's just a, it's an easy read. It's not hard words. It is not scary. So if you go download that, you'll uh, have the six don't miss tax deductions in your back pocket. Awesome. Awesome. Yay, Erica. I love this conversation as we wrap up the topic this month. Um, Tell us where we can find you. Yep. You, I hang out on Instagram and I have a lot of fun there. I hang out on LinkedIn or you could just find me at my website at ericagoody.com. Awesome. Thank you so much for being our guest. Thank you for keeping it simple uh, so that we don't have to overthink these financial yeah. must-haves. Yeah, absolutely. Thanks so much for having me, Erin. Hey, ambitious Christian woman building a thriving kingdom business. Do you ever feel like you've experienced success yet you're still feeling empty and stagnant in your business? Does the hustle of business secretly fuel your adrenaline, but you wish you could do it with calm and joy instead of frantic, frazzled energy? Do you believe that God has a purpose for your business, but you're not sure how, or maybe you're a little afraid to actually let him lead? The right coaching that combines biblical truth and business principles with a personalized approach can help you break free from the overwhelm and overachievement that you're feeling so that you can walk out his assignment with clarity, serenity, and fulfillment. And that's what I do. Let's explore how I can help you tune out the world, tune into God's truth, and turn up focus to grow your business and impact. 
Schedule your 15-minute discovery call with me today at erinharrigan.com slash discovery call or click the link in the show notes. Thanks for tuning in to Redefining Hustle, Pursuing Success as a Christian Woman this week. Pray this show brings you value as an ambitious woman in business. Remember to check the show notes for my free resources and other helpful links. If this episode spoke to you, take a screenshot, share it with a friend, or share it on social media and tag me. I'm praying for you, friend, that you'll experience the joy of learning to redefine hustle as you pursue success so your business produces much fruit and impacts his kingdom in greater ways than you could ever imagine. Thank you for listening to this episode that is part of the Spark Media Network that can now be heard on the Edify app. 